looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports this morning that a plane has crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center. The CNN Center right now is just beginning to work on this story, obviously calling our sources and trying to figure out exactly what happened, but clearly something relatively devastating happening this morning there. Uh, look, hold on just a moment. We've got an explosion inside. The is exploding right now. you got people running up the street. Okay. I'll tell you what's going on. Okay. Welcome back to Mr. Mysteries in Black and White, with me, Ed, and Josh, uh, a.k.a. Black and White. But, um, yeah, it's a bit of a different one today. I'm actually opening it up. <laughs> Even though this is our third word, Josh always opens them. But, yeah, we're going to do something new for a change. Yeah, 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 see how it goes. Well, this one is uh, Josh's specialty. It's a conspiracy, and it's on the great American tragedy of 9-11. Josh, before we get into it, how you been, my man? Oh, I've not not been too bad, actually. Yourself? Yeah, not too been too bad. Just been keeping my eye on the news with the old Ukraine Russia, which is very very terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just waiting to get drafted. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen sooner or later. Well, I hope not. Well, no, I hope not. But <laughs> sad reality is the way they're going about. Yeah, it's gonna I, happen. Well, I think sad reality. We might not get the chance to. I think that's gonna be a bit too late. Yeah. Well, hopefully things get resolved. Our thoughts and our prayers are with Ukraine at the minute. Yep. And we just hope something gets resolved peacefully, and we can actually go back. Because come on, this is gonna be our first summer in the last two or three years where it's gonna be normal. Yeah. Yeah. With all cut with all the whole coronavirus situation, so I'm hoping they. We, we can, actually we, get a summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you watch, it'll be perfect, and then the weather will just be shite. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Pissing it down every oh, day. Yeah. Snow. Yeah, <laughs> somehow. Snow in August. So, yeah, we're on about... Uh, this episode's going to be about the tragic events, what happened on September 11th, 2001. Yeah. So, Josh, take it away, my man. Right, well, before I start, the first thing I want to say is I am not doing this to upset anyone who's lost loved ones or anything like that during this tragedy. I'm just coming at it from, yeah, okay, you can say conspiracy point of view, but the way I'm coming at it is the official story, in my opinion, it cannot be true. No. And I want to try and debunk it as much as I can. And if there's people out there that do believe it's true and don't agree with the facts that I'm about to put across, let me know. You yeah. know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying I'm right, you're wrong. This is just where I'm coming from because I think it's unfair on the people that have lost loved ones and they deserve their justice. They deserve the yeah, truth. Yeah, they, they do. And I think the more podcasts, the more videos, the more anything like that about this, for lack of a better word, conspiracy, mm. the more chance you have of the truth actually coming out. Yeah. So what I'll do first is for those that have been living under a rock, I'll explain just the... Uh, but just before you get in, Josh, sorry, on, to, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I just want to say massive respect to the fire department and and the police and all that you know oh, the emergency yeah. services what were there 
Whereas people were running away, they were running towards exactly. it. And the sad reality of it is, they've been dying ever since because of the shit they breathed in that day. Yeah. So many people have ended up with cancer or just shattered lungs and everything because of the toxic debris they've just yeah. been breathing in. And also, I imagine like the mental health as well, like PTSD. Oh, God. That... Shell shock. Well, yeah. not shell shock. Yeah, but I know you, what you, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, that must... It must knock people for six like, exactly. what, what happened on that day because it was out of nowhere. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. And, I mean, like we said uh, in the intro episode, we must have been about five, six at the time. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we didn't have a clue what was going on. As only no. as we've gotten older and we've known you've had documentaries, films, all yeah. that sort of thing, that you actually realise it. And then when you start looking back at it, that's, that's where I come from with this. Where it was, I was watching these films, I was watching these documentaries, and it was a case of... That don't seem plausible. That don't seem right. And no. then you start looking at in depth about it, and you're like, nah, this ain't right. To put it perfect, major conspiracy theorist David Icke. Yeah. He put it perfect. So David, if you're somehow listening to this, please don't copyright it because I think this is the best terminology I've ever heard. You imagine nine eleven as a centipede. Okay. <laughs> right. And now wait, 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 what? wait. Just imagine. The centipede come along, and that was the story of nine eleven. Yeah, and every single one of its legs was a part of that story. Right. Every single one of those legs has got an Achilles heel. Every single one has got a part of it where it's like the official story just cannot be true. That's, that's smart. Yeah, I like that. When when I first heard it, I was like, "What the fuck are you going on about?" <laughs> yeah. But no, when he explained it, it's what like centipedes involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like centipedes caused nine eleven. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, you know there's probably someone out there who thinks. Uh, <laughs> That goddamn centipedes. <laughs> <laughs> they got them fucked up. <laughs> but the official story, for those, like I said, who have been living under a rock, I'll just briefly go through it, okay? So the official story is that on Tuesday, September 11th, 2001, 19 Arab hijackers commandeered four planes. They were United Flight 93, American Flight 11, United Flight 7, uh, 175, and American Flight 77. Now, I've got the time stamps here of when parts of the story are needed. So, uh, quarter past eight in the morning, Flight 11 was hijacked. And by quarter to nine, it had crashed into the North Tower of the World Trade Center. By 9.03, United 175 crashed into the South Tower of the World Trade Center. Mm. 9.37, Flight 77 hit the Pentagon. At nine fifty nine, the South Tower of the World Trade Center collapses. At ten, at three minutes past ten, Flight ninety three crashes into in uh, Shanksville near Pennsylvania. And at ten twenty eight, the North Tower collapses. Right. So that's the official story, the key moments of the official story. If I was to go in depth about the official story, that'd be a podcast in its own. Yeah. So that one, uh, the Pennsylvania one, because wasn't that going? Was that going to the Capitol or the yeah, White House? Yeah, that was. Loads of people think it was going to the White House, but I think it has been proven that it was heading for the Capitol building. Right, and, and that's the where reason, they took it back. Yeah, the it? reason yeah. it didn't hit the Capitol buildings because what a lot of people didn't know that should have been one of the first planes to have hit one of the buildings. Oh, really? But because it was delayed, yeah. it was the last one to take off, and that's ah. why the passengers got news and wind of what was going on elsewhere right and that's why they resolved and fought back oh wow so that just goes to show little things like that yeah yeah just yeah. a simple thing of a flight being delayed which is so common especially nowadays yeah and it's, every an, it's an, an annoyance to it yeah to it all, every really, flight yeah. and it all well, it didn't sadly save their lives no 
but it did save countless of other lives on the ground. That's true heroism, though. That, yeah, they put 100%. their life on the line to save they others. Knew, they knew brilliant. from the other three planes being hijacked, yeah. hitting their building, and then their plane being hijacked, they knew this plane ain't landing. No. It's going to kill thousands of people if it hits where they're aiming to hit. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sacrifice a sac- few to save many. Exactly. Yeah. So, going on to it, like I said... I'm not. I'm just putting across my point of view of why I can't believe the official story is true. So I've categorised it to four or five main ones. Right. But I'm going to go obviously in depth on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the first one, and I think the obvious one to start at, is with the World Trade Center. Yeah. So if you don't know what the World Trade Center is, or it, twin towers, or the twin towers as yeah. they were more commonly known as, they were two 110-story tall steel frame buildings. Mm. Now, the official story is that when these planes hit the buildings, the aviation fuel burnt, and originally it was, oh, they melted the steel beams, yeah. but the temperature to melt steel of that thickness mm. would be 2,750 degrees. Bloody hell. Jet fuel only burns at 2,230 degrees, so possibly couldn't melt it. Right, but it, it, could, it, it couldn't warp it. Yeah, that, that's where the story changed. They right. said that because... Steel of that thick weakens at about 593.3 degrees. Right, so it said it's... So the structure loosened at it, and when it gets to that point, a a steel structure normally loses around 50% of its strength. Right. So that's why it collapsed. But if it was warping, surely that would bend. It would bend and buckle. Yeah, exactly. Not, not fall it down. straight down. And this is where right. it starts getting yeah. a bit interesting, right? That's like a demolition. For starters, you think about it, like I said, jet fuel burns at 2,230 degrees. Yeah. But that is when the entire plane's worth of jet fuel yeah. is burned. I was going to say that. So like, much of it had already been used, obviously, in there. the flight. Yeah. And the second half, the another half of it, you look at the videos of when the South tower was hit by the second plane yeah most of the aviation fuel has burnt away in an explosion outside of the building right yeah so how yeah, has that yeah. possibly managed to weaken that to a, that point yeah it would weaken uh like i don't know 30 yeah, percent a corner or something yeah it did hit near a corner it that's right. that corner but the other three would have been perfectly intact they should have stood yeah because it's steel it's not fucking going anywhere no <laughs> Do you know what i mean and as well like um because it's new york isn't it? yeah new york yeah, obviously. Because um, <laughs> don't they have like um, earthquakes and that in New York? Yeah, of course they do. So the builders must be designed... Designed to withstand that. Yeah, withstand was... that. And as well, say like a corner did buckle, Yeah, that the other three should be able to, to stand. Well, there was a rumour going around, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I've tried to look it up and I can't find anything about it. But the right. bloke who owns it is a guy called Larry Silverstein. Oh, is this the insurance? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Apparent, rumoured to have recently insured both the towers mm. to withstand such an attack yeah it was it yeah it was insurance yeah for a insurance attack. of a terrorist attack after the 93 bombing yeah so whether that's true or not i don't know i can't say like i said i tried to look it up couldn't find anything no about. i it was it's something like on facebook yeah it? yeah something I'll, like I'll that, which exactly that. isn't it's isn't the, exactly the go-to when you want no, to find no, out it's not, it's not the most concrete <laughs> no exactly it? But the thing, like I said, with the World Trade Centers, they are 110 stories tall buildings. Yeah. They fell, when you look at the video of them collapsing, they fell in 10 seconds. 
which right. is the equivalent of free fall speed. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, this is where it starts to get. Hmm. Because the official story claims that as the top fell, yeah, one floor would have hit the next, hit the next, and it would have pancaked, and they would have gone down. Yeah, like a demolition. Yeah. But if that's the case, had a slow. It would have gone slower and slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it said it fell within ten seconds, and you can only have free fall speed when everything else underneath it has it's been got... removed, so it's got little resistance. Ah, right. Okay. So there's your first hmm problem. Yeah. Such. Yeah. Such moment. Yeah. Exactly. And. There's a diagram that I saw as well where when the building collapses, there's a concrete column stood right in the middle. Right. And that still that still stood. Hmm. How did that happen? If the whole thing would have hit floor by floor and gone down and down and down and down and down, how on earth did that one concrete column yeah. stand tall? But surely the concrete had to be reinforced. But reinforced, but then again, reinforced concrete's still not gonna be as strong as what? God knows how many inches thick of steel. Um, no, no, I guess not. I don't, I don't know actually. And the one thing that I was getting at is like, if the floors are hitting one another, that Wait. concrete column was in the middle of them floors. Yeah. So it would have hit that down along with it. Or you know, or it could have been like you know, like when you break a bit of wood. And yeah. You, you crack it. Could it could it be like that? Like it just. It's got, hit like, it and it's just gone either yeah, side of it. Yeah, because the two sides could be like heavier. Yeah, very well, but also, when was the when were the Gwyn <laughs> Towers built? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Well, I don't know exactly when they were built, but obviously there wasn't a terrorist attack on them beforehand in 1993. Uh, yeah. Where yeah. there was the bomb that went off in the garage, I think, below. Yeah. So they were still standing around then. No, so yeah. they would have been built. The, what, o- the only reason I ask is coming from a construction background. Yeah. Concrete never fully goes off. It, it constantly just it sets. constantly gets harder and harder and harder. Yeah. So that makes me think, but with because with, with the reinforcement as well, it binds it all together. Yeah. And it's been I don't know when it was built, but it must have been built some years ago. Yeah. It's still constantly, constantly getting harder, so it could withstand. But then, wouldn't the drop. majority of that concrete do that? Instead of just one column out of both towers, just one column out of the one tower. Possibly, but it could be all the sheer, like, the size of that column compared to the others. Yeah, yeah, very well could be. Very well could be. Everything that we've just explained, Yeah. not one bit of it would matter if a proper investigation was done around um, after the towers had collapsed. Right, okay. Because you'd have forensic experts, demolition experts, you'd have all these experts in their yeah. field, yeah. and they'd come in... And they'd pretty easily be able to discover how these buildings collapsed. Yeah, that is like exactly for every inch of detail. Yeah, because they obviously they thoroughly check through pieces of debris, pieces of metal, whatever. Yeah. And they well, were like, right, yeah, this like bit we can hear causing that bit to collapse, and blah blah blah. blah yeah, blah, they blah. reconstruct it, don't they? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. But the thing is, the guy that was running the criminal investigation into nine eleven was a man called Michael Shertov, and he Shertov Shertov. So take that off at the end and add a V. <laughs> what was his name? Michael Shirtov. Michael, get your shirt off. <laughs> and at the time he was running this, he was actually the head of the Criminal Association of the Justice Department in the US. So he was the big Donny, basically, yeah. when it comes to the, anything criminal. Him and his like people, for lack of a better word, the people underneath consortium. him. Yeah, consortium. Decided very, very quickly 
within, I think, a few days, that that rubble fr and the steel from the towers will be picked up with these big grabbers, yeah. placed onto trucks, and then they would be taken to a scrapyard in New Jersey, right? Where they would end up being cut and cut down, smelted down, and to become well, whatever. Right. Oh, to be reused. Yeah. Right. Okay. And he claimed that he did that because of the sensitive nature of the building. Of the materials that were used in the building. Right. But if it was sensitive nature, why is it then being carted off to another place? Yeah. Where the dust and every, all particles and that are still going to be coming off them. Mm. And then you're going to cut and smelt them down. Yeah, no, that does Because you've got to think, this is a crime scene. Yeah. And it's like, before anyone can have a proper investigation, they've done this. Yeah. And you can see in videos where the grabbers are coming and they're picking up bits of the metal. There are people running on where the grabbers have just gone and having a quick scope about it to see if they can find anything. And then they've got to quickly run off before the grabbers come back. Oh, so like looters? Yeah, pretty much. So, so it weren't like fenced off? No. Really? It was just left clean open. Obviously, I think the surrounding area, they might have evacuated or something right, just okay. because of the dust clouds and the smoke yeah, and all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But the fact that they've got people just running on, quickly finding, right, can I see anything? Can I see anything? Yeah. Oh, shit, the grabber's coming back. Leg it. How are you meant to have a proper investigation when you're doing that? Yeah, that yeah, because people can be taking vital parts of exactly. evidence. And yeah. fucking it off before anyone's even had a remote look. Which And that vital bit of evidence could, within detail, fully explain why the tower was collapsed. Yeah. But they didn't. Mm. Oh, I see. And also, can you imagine, right, you're one of these people. You've got a bit of the Twin Towers. Yeah. You've got it at home. So you've got a busted up bit of brick. Yeah. People are going to come round and be like, what's that? We're like, it's from Twin Towers, mate. Like, That's a bit mad, isn't it? It's a bit like, weird, mate. Yeah. Like, it's what? like, I, I, I'd get it if it was That's a volcanic a eruption. If yeah. you've got a bit of Pompeii rock yeah. or something. But it's like, that was a terrorist attack that killed 3,000 people. Yeah, like, that is destroyed. Why are you keeping it as memorabilia? Yeah, that's destroyed family. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that is. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't get on with that. And the thing is, as well, with the twin towers, they said obviously it weakens because of the uh, aviation fuel weakened the columns. Yeah. But there's recordings I've seen on documentaries where fire marshals that are right up where the plane had hit, and they're just talking about small isolated pockets of fire here and there. They said, if we get a hose up here, they're easy enough to put out. Right. So if the small isolated pockets of fire so, that can yeah. easily be put out, how the hell was it big enough and strong enough to then do to that? Weaken the steel yeah, beam? like you say, yeah, for small pockets, I wouldn't get to the heat. Exactly. To then warp that that there grade of no, steel. In no way would there be enough fire in them buildings to cause that to collapse. No. No way in hell. What always gets me as well is because they drop. Yeah. Right. If you say you've built a Lego tower. Yeah. And you throw. A Lego plane, yeah, at it, it's not going to go straight down, is it? it of course, bends. it's not. It's going to bend, and that's you just brought me on to something else. The like I said, Larry Silverstein, who was a guy who owned Building Seven, which yeah. I'll get onto in a minute, right? But he then a few months beforehand, I think it was the July of two thousand and one, he bought the lease for the Twin Towers, right? Okay, he was caught in an interview, theoretically with his pants down. <laughs> Because he said that, I'll, I'll, I'll refer to Building 7 and then I'll come back to the trade centres of okay, what I'm yeah, getting yeah, out yeah. of this. So Building 7 was a 47-storey uh, tall steel frame building. Right. B 
built exactly the same as the World Trade Center. Yeah. The only difference is it weren't as tall. Right, yeah, yeah. Now, that building was on fire. There's videos of it, and you can blatantly see that thing is on fire. Not engulfed, but there's like, through the windows, you can see where there's flames here and there. Okay, yeah, yeah, you see the smoke and that, yeah. Yeah, and they claim that was from the debris from the Trade Center hitting uh, Building 7. Right. Now, that building also collapsed that day. Oh. And quite a lot, not a lot of people know that. As a no, matter of I fact, didn't, I didn't know that. the court case during, uh, to do with 9-11, even the judge who was running the whole thing, even he said, what's building seven? Really? Even he didn't know. I, that's, that's mad. I, I didn't know that. Like, no. I heard the Twin the Towers. Third, I yeah. heard the Pentagon. Third building that come down that day. And that come down around 5.20 in the afternoon, I think. Right. And that was just because of debris. Debris. Well, this is what they claim, right? Uh, Larry Silverstein was said had said in an interview that the fire marshal come to him and said, "We're really struggling to put this fire up." He turned around and said, "Well, you know, there's been such a tragic loss of life today. I don't want to risk any more of your men putting their lives in danger to try and put this fire up. So let's just pull the building down." And that building. Falls exactly the same. You Google uh, Building 7 Claps, yeah. and it is the most blatantly obvious controlled demolition explosion uh, claps yeah. you will ever see in your life. Because it really? comes down, again, free full speed, just boom, gone. Like, like a deck of cards. Like a deck of cards. It just falls perfect. Wow. Three things about that. One, not one fire marshal or anything like that has come forward and said, yeah, I had that interview. And they've been asked countless times. Not once come forward and said, yeah, yeah, we had that interview. Right. Two, you don't pull buildings down with fire marshals. No. You pull them down with controlled demolition experts. Yeah. And three, and obviously the biggest one, you spend days or weeks putting the charges in the right places so that the building falls down yeah. on its own footprint and don't go smacking into other buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that exactly. in an afternoon. And that building fell within 520 of the afternoon. So how the hell did they manage to get that so perfectly done? And the fire, when the building's collapsing, the fire is out before the building's even come down. Right. And he, when that building come down and the trade centres, because obviously he leased them, mm. I think he got like, I can't think of the exact number. Well, but he got, it was 10 million. 10 million worth. Yeah. So it's like, you must have known, you must have wanted that building pulled down. Yeah. It, because you're thinking money. Yeah. But that must have been planned weeks in advance for the charges to be in the right places. Yeah. And for the whole yeah. bottom to have been gutted like, like so the building excuse. comes down. Yeah. Like an excuse. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it... why? how would you have that excuse perfect unless you knew that was going to happen with the trade centre? Yeah, that... Yeah, no. Because you'd, you'd have to have planning. Because hmm. even though, like, yeah, it was getting evacuated and everything because of what was happening yeah. with the World Trade Centres, you'd still have to... It still have to go through weeks, weeks, weeks of pure planning of, to make sure yeah, you've got it figured get, out right. Yeah, getting accepted. They ain't just gonna say, "Yeah, all right." Exactly. Then. While this is all going on, take your building take, down. Take that down while you're at it. Yeah. So that, I know you've got enough trouble with them big bastards over there, but just pull this building down as well, because that's just creating more rubble and more things to clear up. Yeah, because I imagine like they built had asbestos and everything. Exactly. Like, that, like, that's that. what's it, causing so many people to still die from yeah. it. Yeah. And that's why so many people ran inside when the dust clouds started going across the city because they knew it was just full of asbestos yeah. and shit like that. But 
the way that building come down, you look at them simultaneously, the uh, building seven coming down and the trade center coming down, they're near on identical. The only difference is the top collapse first at the uh, at the trade center. Mm. But they both fell in 10 seconds. Yeah, like you say, free fall. Free fall. So, because like you said, even with a Lego thing, it's going to hit, it's going to go left, it's going to go right, it's going to go back, it's going to go forward. It's not going to go straight yeah, down perfect. It, yeah, especially with steel. Exactly. It don't. It won't shear like no. that. It's, it's, it, it's got to be designed to handle stress and it will bend. Exactly. So I'll go on to the Pentagon next, which is one of the biggest, if not the biggest whole conspiracy when it comes to 9-11. Oh, really? Yeah, it's one of the biggest because it... Well, There's so being, many key aspects to it. Yeah, and it being the Pentagon. The Pentagon. Yeah. And this is where I've got the most information on as well. Really? Yeah. Because when, when every time I think of 9-11, I think the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. Which is natural. Yeah. Two tallest buildings in New York, or at least two of the biggest buildings yeah, in New yeah, York. Yeah. Both been hit, both collapsed. Yeah, and I, and I think it's because of the death toll. The, exactly. Yeah. I think the entire death toll of 9-11 excluding people that are still dying from cancer and that. Right. I think the death toll was around 3,000 people. Jesus Christ. Died on that day, which is terrifying. But that's obviously in the buildings, yeah. the planes, pieces of debris, the people that jump from the buildings. Yeah, because that picture. Yeah, there. which and is the, horrible, man. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Oh, that is... It, it is heartbreaking to, to see that. Yeah. It's, to think about it, really, like... Because we all live our normal lives. We get up in the morning, we go to work. And to think, like, they got up that morning thinking everything was all right. They were thinking what they were yeah. going to have for tea that night yeah. or dinner or whatever you say. There's a, there's a really interesting... There's a really interesting story. Well, I wouldn't say interesting, but... Yeah, I would. Interesting story of this guy who was in the South Tower. His name was uh, Stanley Pramnath, I think. Right. He apparently saw fireballs coming off his office window where the North Tower had been hit. Okay. And he, um, so they evacuated their build. Well, they didn't evacuate it. They decided to up and leave. Yeah. The security Fair guards, the security, the security guards at the front of the tower stopped them from going. It's like, you're just going to get in way of all the traffic and everything that's going on in the North Tower. Your building's secured. Just go back up to your offices and we'll leave it at that. So, all right, cool. Went back up in the elevator. Apparently his phone rang and a woman who he sent home from his office was like, oh, I didn't want anyone to answer. You need to get out. Don't you know what's happening? Because you've got to think at the time when the first plane hit, they just thought it was just a genuine accident. No one thought it was a terrorist attack. No, it was not, not until the point. second plane hit where it was like, okay, something's going on. Yeah. They just thought accident, whatever. And apparently he was on the phone to this woman looking out uh, across towards the Statue of Liberty mm. and he saw the plane coming towards him just getting bigger and bigger by the second oh wow and apparently he's just stood there frozen didn't have time to react and last second he dove under his desk as the plane hit the building and the wing because it tilted didn't it yeah that's right so the yeah bottom wing sliced right right through his office went right through and there was a shard of it still stuck his whole bit his whole office collapsed obviously yeah. the electrics were falling out all the wires short circuit in there was water from the plumbing everything yeah yeah and it was his desk that he was under was the only thing that stood firm <laughs> at that whole building jeez and um but yeah he must have the luck but, of the irish yeah <laughs> but that's what i mean just that's how terrifying it would have been that's just one individual's case there's thousands upon thousands yeah but going back to the pentagon like i said which was the the biggest out of all of conspiracies this was the one where it's like okay this can't be true right. because obviously 
there's the obvious ones where the size of the hole compared to the size of the plane and how come it didn't go all the way through and all that. Yeah, yeah. I could be here for days talking about that. <laughs> we'll have to have another episode. Yeah, we'll have to have another episode <laughs> on that one. But one of the main points of it, if you look at the flight path, because the Pentagon was hit by uh, Ameri- United Flight 77. Mm. No, that's a lie. It was hit by American Flight 77. Oh, right, right. If you look at the flight path that took, it done this weird spiral. As it, if it, as it uh, was going out towards its destination, it done this really weird spiral. Not just like a normal turn. It done this, like I said, really weird spiral. Like it, so precise, come back on itself. Yeah. And the pilot of that plane, or the hijacker of that plane, was a guy called Annie Handjor. This guy was that bad, that incompetent, and that shit, he was banned from flying, uh, from hiring out a single engine aircraft. Oh, wow. And yet, we're meant to believe that he'd done that spiral in a jumbo engine, yeah. in a passenger but, yeah. flight. And there have been countless of other um, American flight and United flight pilots even some of the most experienced and even they've come out and said they couldn't have even done that spiral really so how the fucking hell did he yeah like i can't be just i know it's a case of oh you've only got to get it done once but if you're that shit flying a single engine aircraft Uh, yeah the the, the odds yeah how the fucking hell are you going to be able to put it this way because quite a lot of hijackers went to flight schools and that beforehand right months beforehand in america and so many um United and American airline pilots yeah. had n- named them Dumb and Dumber because they were <laughs> so shit. They were so awful at flying on the simulators. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. the fuck could you do it in the actual thing then? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it can't be just like yeah. It, the odds of it of them being able to convict that exactly is like I said. Yeah, second, okay. You yeah. only need to do it once. Yeah, but if these experienced pilots can't do it. Yeah, who have been flying all their lives. Exactly. Yeah. How the fucking hell can they when they've only had a m- few months of flight training? Yeah, and they were bad at it. And they were bad at it. <laughs> but when the plane hit, it obviously went right down low to the ground and hit the front of the building. It hit a part of the building that was called Wedge 1. Right. Conveniently, Wedge 1 had undergone reinforcement not that long beforehand to withstand such an attack. Oh, done well then. Yeah, how convenient. Yeah. And if the plane had come from just normal flight and just come straight in, like bombed in, yeah, yeah, it would have hit the backer part of the plane, uh, the Pentagon, and that's the bit where all the bigwigs were, all your oh, army right. generals, all that. But yeah. no, it had to do this fucking great big spiral and hit that one bit, didn't it? Yeah. Of course it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Convenient. Yeah, how convenient. One of the main things is, did a plane even hit it? Right. Because if this guy who's so incompetent. How did he manage to get the plane that low mm. without it crashing into the ground? Yeah, because what? Yeah, perfectly the, the drag would have right into the building. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, I don't know," but he somehow did it. The thing is, there are eighty-four cameras around the Pentagon alone. Yeah, and many of them are going to have footage of the plane hitting the building. Right. So why is it the only footage we've seen of the Pentagon is that shitty distorted camera so far back where you see a white flash and then the explosion? Yeah. Where where are all the other footages of all the other cameras? Even if so many got destroyed in the plane hitting the building. Mm. They'd have had it on backups. They would have had backups on backups of all these different cameras spotted all around the Pentagon. Yeah. Many of them are going to have it on. Mm. But no, the one we get is the most blurred picture in history of just a quick flash. No, seems a bit dodgy. Yeah, but it gets even more dodgy. Right. Because 
a former US defense secretary called Casper yeah. Weinberger was asked in an interview. I oh know they've got some mad names. Yeah, they? I know. I they've got them. some mad names. Weinberger. <laughs> what do you like for your dinner? Weinberger. Weinberger. <laughs> he was asked in an interview about what's the security like around Washington with it being the capital of the United States. Yeah. And he said the center of Washington, where the likes of the White House, the Capitol building, the Pentagon, all that, they have designated no fly zones because of obviously there's so many different yeah parts in that specific part of Washington. Right. And if any plane goes into Washington and it doesn't broadcast the clearance code to be able to fly there, it's immediately shot down. Oh, really? And I'm not being funny. A hijacker isn't going to know, oh, I've got a, do you know what I mean? Uh, broadcast. broadcast the clearance code. And even if he does know he's got to do that, he ain't exactly going to know how to do that. Yeah. If he's that shy. And, has he that... Got, and does he know, even know what the clearance code exactly. is? Exactly. Yeah. So why wasn't that plane shot down before it even managed to get to the Pentagon? Yeah, can I say, oh, because it flew too quick. Yeah. It's a jumbo jet. It's don't, a jumbo... Get me, don't get me wrong, they're quick. They're, they're quick, but, but the... I'm pretty sure a fighter pilot or a missile was fucking quicker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think this much into it, to be honest. Too much... This, exactly, this is where I was like, you go down the wormhole with this sort of thing. St- like I said, I started with the Trade Center. I was like, nah, they couldn't have collapsed. And then you go into the Pentagon and United 93, and it just keeps going and going and going. And this. Going back to that whole centipede thing, now you see what every leg's got an Achilles heel. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It just can't be right. No. And even if that plane was going quick or whatever, you've got to think the people in the Pentagon are going to have a clue what's going on around uh, yeah, New York. It, yeah, because surely, yeah. They're because the both trade centres were hit by the, this point. By the, yeah. So you've watched on TV or news reports or whatever, you've watched two hijacked planes hit both uh towers and then you've got a plane that's heading your way not responding to any call or anything it's not giving you a clearance code yeah you'd claim it you is... shoot the fucking thing down because yeah, you're you, thinking claim this is another hijacked. yeah you claim is it's hijacked. another so again why didn't they yeah unless they knew they can't just say because of innocent lives on on the, on the plane. plane don't get me wrong they didn't deserve to die. No, of course of they course didn't. Of course they did Of course they didn't. But, but being America, how sensitive... I mean, Washington, how sensitive with the president... Exactly. Very, very high up, important people of the country... Exactly. That would be that would give them any reason can't... to fight. So like we said, after the two planes have hit the towers, right? Yeah. You would then... That would be your obvious chance. Mm. Right, okay. Get military over Washington... Yeah, just to protect us, even yeah. if they're not coming here, they'd be in the they'd be in they'd the be air. in the fucking air. They fought tooth and nail to even get the fucking planes in the air, mm. and then when they did eventually do it, they were scrambled east out towards the ocean. Yeah, I yeah I did see something about Why that. Why the fuck were they scrambled out that way? No, yeah, because Nor- didn't they claim they got wrong coordinates? Yeah, they got wrong coordinates. But where NORAD apparently, which is the North American air. Response, responsive defense, something like that. Right, air defense. Air defense, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, they broadcasted and said, "No, get these fucking planes over Washington." Yeah. These planes that were scrambled out east come from Langley Air Base, which is 130 miles away from Washington. Right, so fairly far away. Fairly far away. However, there is an air base, literally. 10 minutes down the road from the Pentagon called is Andrews that, Air Base. Right, is that where, like, where Air Force One That's is? where Air Force One oh, comes right. and goes from, and any world leader, that's where 
they land. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you'd obviously have fighter pilots there. Yeah. And that's 10 minutes away from the Pentagon. So why weren't they scrambled from there? Why weren't they scrambled from a airbase 130 miles away? Mm. And then even then went east. Yeah. So yeah, try to get further away. You're trying to almost cover your own tracks, basically, without looking at the obvious fucking holes in the plot. that's right, yeah. It's like you can try and question this as much as you want. You've seen two planes hit the trade center. uh, Yeah, hit the trade center. You've got an unresponsive plane coming to the Pentagon. You're not taking any fucking chances. You're shooting that thing down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. You're going to give it as many chances as possible, but you're like, right, we've given it too many chances. It's going to blatantly hit somewhere around here. Mm. Fucking bring it down. Yeah. So why didn't they? And during the the time of 9-11, there was a series of war games going on. Do you know what that is? In that, like... Um... It's like over the internet and that, isn't it? it? Kind of. It's basically where they're doing like practice drills and everything okay. in certain situations. Okay. Two of the war games that were going on that day was one of hijacked aircraft. Right. And the other one was... Um, I don't know exactly what they were doing, but it included like a load of fake radars, uh, plane radars. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the fighter pilots were scrambled... They were asked multiple times between NORAD and the um, <coughs> air traffic control center. Yeah, were saying, "Look, you need to get some aircraft over Washington to protect us." And even they come back and said, "What is this real world or is this exercise?" Because yeah. they thought it was still part of the war games going on. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And they was like, "No, this is real world. We're being deadly fucking serious." Basically, turn on the TV. You, you know think we're being like, serious. They think it'd have like a code name for when it is exactly. Real. You, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that's they also come out and said, well, we didn't know what planes were hijacked, so that's why we couldn't shoot them down. Well, you can make it a lot easier on yourself by turning the war games that have all the fake planes off. Yeah. Then they're gone, so you're like, right, these planes that are left on the radar, we know are legit planes. Yeah. Contact each and every single one of them, and if they respond, you know they're good. If they don't respond, you red flag it. Yeah, exactly. Why didn't they? Mm. And you can say, oh... People have come out and said, yeah, but they could have been panicking in this situation. They're trained to do this. They're trained yeah. for this situation. Yeah, it's not like doing your driving test. No. You have, you have a few lessons of that. Exactly. And they're out, road. They have to go years extensive. Years on years on years for this sort of situation. Yeah, refreshers. So how come when it finally happens, they all drop the ball? Yeah. They... Well, it could it be in the case, though, like, because you never think it's going to happen until it does. You never think. Yeah, exactly. And it is that, like, that shock. Like what we, we were saying at last last episode on the Bigfoot one like I'll never think like in my head I'm always like yeah I'm going to find it and everything's going to be all great until I find it now I'm going to exactly. probably shit myself could it be the same it could be that? the same as that but you'd like to think just one person yeah, the general yeah. or something would be like no come on we got to get this going yeah and yeah, especially yeah. after you've seen the Twin Towers hit mm. you'd do everything you can to protect the rest yeah 100% yeah, you'd no, have planes all over Washington or any other major but also city. they'd be like wanting to land as, as soon, soon as, as possible yeah it weren't until the pentagon was hit right. where the air traffic control center said no land all the planes yeah said because we've got stuff flying around we've got no control over it and i don't want a plane full of i don't want a board full of every plane hitting every fucking building around this yeah. area so land them all and even they were questioning saying well it's going to cost billions to do it mm. it's like i don't give a fuck 
just do it. Yeah, if it's going to save lives, yeah. you do what It's like, needs. shut off every international airspace. No one is coming into this country. No one is going out of the country. Yeah. Land every plane. Then that way, you know, the ones that are still flying, you know, they're the ones they're that... They're dodgy. They're the dodgy ones. Yeah. It's just... You look at so many key factors about this whole thing, and it's so many... And even they're getting questioned during it. Yeah. It's like, how... Are you not seeing this logically? Who yep. cares if it's going to cost billions? Would you rather it cost billions of pounds or billions of lives? Yeah. Pick one. Yeah, it is like two two plus two equals fucking four, 54. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, not, it's not right. It's not added up. No, of course it isn't. <clears throat> As well, going back to the Pentagon. Yeah. It's known fact. They've got ground-to-air missiles to protect it from aircraft. Oh, have they? Yeah. If, I was going to ask, have they, have yeah, they got... they've got ground-to-air missiles ready. So even if the landing flight pilots have gone the other way, mm. the second you see that plane, you're like, right, fucking fire yeah, a so missile it's, at it. It's in range. Yeah. You take, yeah, it. It's going down. Yeah. So it's just all these... You've got all these things where it's like... You've got two planes. I know I keep going back to it. You've got two planes. They've hit the towers. You've got another plane heading for Washington. It's not responding. It's flying in a no-fly zone. It's not giving you the fucking... Um, clearance code. Yeah. What else needs to happen for you to shoot that yeah, fucking they, thing down? The only thing is, is they had a banner on the outside saying we're coming to blow you up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only thing they can turn around and say is, yeah, but the pe- the innocent passengers on that plane. Yeah, you're right. They don't deserve to die. No. But neither does the countless other people that are going to die on the fucking ground. Yeah. Yeah. In your building, which brings one to a question, like. Wedge one, you said yeah, not here. Wedge one. What is was in there? What is what? I, I, I don't really know. I know right. it weren't a major part. I think it it could have been even something like an IT department or so. It could have been something so similar, simple like, like that. Re- or was it like records? Like did it have like records in there? Or I something? think it did. Yeah. Could there be records of like Bigfoot? <laughs> they could be. <laughs> they, thought, they could be. They thought, fuck, they're yeah. on us. <laughs> we'll get a plane in yeah. there. It turns out it was a Bigfoot that flew the fucking plane into it. It's like, you know, you're not getting us to head. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine sitting in an airport and it's just like a, a Bigfoot sitting there with a big raincoat on. Like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck, he's big old boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to, I don't know, Spain. Where are you? <laughs> Pentagon. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what? You didn't see me. <laughs> yeah, just keep it stum, okay? I won't yeah, yeah. But on flight 77 yeah. was a woman called Barbara Olsen. She was married to uh, Ted Olsen, who was the Bush, Bush even, administration solicitor general. Right, what's but that? Basically, their solicitor. He oh, was, okay. When it comes to anything legal, he was the top dog. Okay, yeah, everyone's right. And his him. wife, Barbara, was on flight 77. Right, and she apparently called her husband from the flight onto the ground, and it was from those alleged phone calls where the whole idea of standing knives and that come from. Oh right. So no, no one else mentioned them. It was from her phone calls. That said, yeah, they got standing knives. Right. Because apparently Ted said, "Well, can't you revolt it? Can't you stop them?" It's like, no, they got standing knives. I've already stabbed a passenger. Blah 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 blah. Right. Two things about that. One. Have you ever tried to use a phone on a plane? No. Right. Well, even in today's technology, it's near on impossible oh, is to it? get signal. Right, okay. And also, don't they make sure it's always on flight mode? Yeah, right? exactly. Oh, but that's like with today's phones. That's I mean, with today. But even but with that technology nowadays, yeah. you think it back in 2001, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The technology in them phones wouldn't have been half as good as what we got nowadays. No. So the signal in that, especially that high of an altitude. What about satellite phones, though? Well, this is where I was getting to. Oh, okay. Because it, originally it was from, she called from a cell phone. Right. But you're not going to get that signal up there. 30,000 no. feet in the air. No. With 2001 style phones, you're not going to get that good of a signal. It's going to keep cutting and going, cutting and going. Right. So they changed the story again and said it was from a satellite phone. Right. Now, as I said, American 77 was obviously an American flight. That's the name of the company. Right. Satellite phones have been taken out of American flights by the time of 9-11. Oh, have they? Yeah. So how the fucking hell... They were in United flights, but they weren't in America. Could she have her own? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Very well, maybe. Because, I mean, she's very hot. She's... Even though she might not actually have anything to do with the president, right? Yeah. Because of her husband and that, she's going to have, like, special clearance of some yeah, kind. Yeah, I suppose so. And she might be able to have a, f- a satellite phone on yeah. her in case of any, like, disaster. Say, like, the plane crashed anyway, but she they survived. Mm-hmm. She could have that courage yeah. to get help, get rescued. Yeah. Well, carrying on with the satellite phones... Yeah. We'll go to United 93, because they were still in there at the time. Right. Well, originally, apparently, uh, it was claims that the calls were made from mobile cell phones. Right. From the passengers finding out. Because, obviously, you've got to think this is the plane that was re- revolted against yeah. the hijackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, they're going to be calling the ground. They're going to be calling whoever, trying to get an idea of what's going on. Mm. Originally, like I said, it was meant, apparently, they use cell phones. Right. And then... Like we said, you're not going to have very good clear, signal, very good signal that high of an altitude. So the story changed, and they were used from uh, satellite seatback phones, right. where you put your card in, oh, put the details yeah, in, yeah, you yeah, can call, yeah, yeah. you can call the ground. On United ninety three, there was a guy called Tom Burnett, and he called his wife, and apparently she said in multiple interviews, she saw the phone ringing, and it said it showed Tom's phone number, right. Well, how the fuck is his phone number coming through if he, if he used a cell phone? Or if he used the... Yeah, if he used a satellite phone, how the fuck is his cell number coming through? Yeah, no, that's a bit suspect. Exactly. And it, even in today's technology, it'd be not impossible to maintain a call from yeah. that high up. The signal would be cutting down constantly. you got to think as well, phone calls and that around the whole air time of that mm. would be coming down to and fro because the national grid would be overpowered. Yeah. And people trying to call loved ones or find out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. No, that is right. So, again, like I said, they changed it to satellite phones. Yeah. One person who did use a satellite phone was called uh, Todd Beamer. He called uh, the Verison... The satellite phones were run by a company called Verison. Right. He called one of the operators called Lisa Jefferson. And she said it was so bizarre because there were phone calls going around all of, all over the place. Mm. And his never lost con- signal. Right, okay. Even other satellite phones were losing signal, but his was clear as day. To the point, apparently, when the connection breaks in these phones, there's yeah. like a squeal sound. Okay. And that's how you know it's gone. Yeah. His never done that. Even, I think, it, not necessarily hours. Yeah, I think it was hours. After United 93 has supposedly crashed. Oh. His signal still stayed on. What? But he weren't talking. He weren't talking. No. But the signal was still there. Oh. 
Yeah, you'd have thought as soon as that crash, that's yeah, well, that's dark. the thing. The I'd whole point, dead. the whole point of satellite phones is they get their power mm. from the engine of the plane. So if the plane goes down, yeah. the phone should immediately cut off. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so right. So why didn't his? Yeah. And as well, even if that wasn't the case, Todd Beamer's cell phone after it hit uh, United ninety three had crashed, had nineteen outgoing calls made on it. Well, after the crash. After the crash. So you're telling me the plane's crashed, the phone's intact, someone's found it, picked it, and decided to ring someone on it. Mm. Yeah, because it said, yeah, there was no survivors. No, there was no survivors. But it had 19 outgoing calls made on it. Not incoming. No one tried ringing them. Did it ever say... That phone rang someone. Right, and it don't don't say who it is. It it don't say who it is. Right, okay. And apparently this Lisa Jefferson asked multiple times if he wants to get put through to Todd Beamer's family. Mm. He never did. He just stayed on the phone to her. Which, by this point, the time they're ringing and everything, you know what's going on. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. You think you'd want to call your family. Yeah. You so want why to say didn't he? ask advice. Exactly. Yeah. Why didn't he? But could it be um, his head... Like, he just weren't in, in... He weren't thinking straight. It could have been. It very well could have been. But then again... He, you'd think he'd be like calling his family before, before ringing Verisign. Exactly. But like, uh, let's yeah. first thing you think of. Exactly. You're not be like, right, I'll, I'll Especially, the... you could maybe call Verisign in the first place because I think the way they work is it goes through. You know, like how a prison phone call works? Oh, where okay. If you call it a prison, it will say, like, oh, this is from. Like the old fashioned where they pull it out and put it in. Yeah, they've yeah, got to yeah. put it. It could be something similar like that. Whereas, so obviously, it would go through to the uh, call. The call would go through to the operator first, yeah. and they'd be like, "Oh, can you patch me through to blah 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 blah?" Yeah, and yeah, in that case, you could be panicked and just think, "I just need to talk to someone." Yeah, but the second you knew what was going on around the world, yeah, well, like, not around the world, around the country, yeah, like, you'd think, wanna... "Right, put me through to my fucking family now." Yeah, and even if he was so panicky and he couldn't get the words out, she asked him, yeah, multiple times, "Do you want me to put you through to your family?" No. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah, it's not adding up, is it? No, exactly. And there's so many stories about this. I mean, I'm not going to turn around and say the whole aircraft revolt was bollocks because no. it wasn't. Because it's obviously proven. There's even you've got to find certain ones on YouTube, but you can even hear what was going on around oh, right. the time. Oh, there's that audio. Yeah, yeah, there's audio of when the plane was hijacked and when it's crashing. Yeah. And another common thing with, I think, at least two of the flights. I know uh, American 11 done it and United 93 done it. They ended up transponding to air traffic control when they thought they were talking to the passengers. Ah, right. Which, Well, if it's from them two fucking idiots, what couldn't... Well, apparently one of them was. Uh, Apparently right. one of them was. So he could have done it by like, by mistake because he, he don't know what yeah. he's doing, does he? So he'd be like, he'd think he's, he's pressing a passenger button, but he's but actually... he done it three times. Right. The first time he done it, he got a response from air traffic control saying, "Hello, who's this?" Blah blah blah. Yeah. Confirm where you are. Yeah, confirm who you are. So yeah. obviously they'd hear that, so he knows. Oh, oh shit! I've blankly pressed the wrong button. So why would you press it again and then again after that? Because you didn't know which button he pressed. Yeah. You might be pressing he's all the buttons. Dumb. You don't yeah. know. Yeah, he could be pressing all the buttons. And he'd say, oh, I've got some sort of... But these guys are so incompetent. How the fucking hell were they able to fly these planes in the first place? And know exactly where they're going? Because yeah. they weren't... Which, 
with each of these planes, they weren't heading for the destinations where they hit the buildings. Yeah, no. It's they not were like, heading every other way. Yeah, and it's not like they had like, good sat No, as a matter of fact, I think the two that hit the train centre, they were heading for LA. Okay. And they come from Boston. Oh, it's a completely wrong way. Completely wrong way. So they'd known exactly where to turn it, where to go, Yeah. to hit the towers and that. And to hit them with such pre- precision. Really. Exactly. You know, like, even though, yeah, they're massive towers, the plane would still have to go... Yeah. On its side, to, and that to go low altitude as well, it would have been going. The turbulence would have been insane. madness. Yeah, because even fighter pilots don't fly that low. No, they, no, they can't. Can they, they can't. So the turbulence, you've got to think. You basically it's like driving along a bumpy road, and you said, right, you've got to hit that target dead on. Yeah, and you're like, fucking hell, it's going, it's going. Yeah. It's going to be a nightmare to control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another point of it, because you obviously know what George Bush was doing that day, right? Oh, when he at a school? He was in a school. Yeah. Well, m- weeks after, or even months after, he was asked, I think by a kid, I think it was by a kid who asked him, and he said, what were you doing? What were your original thoughts when that plane hit? And he apparently turned around and said, well, I knew it was the President of the United States and the Commander-in-Chief that this was serious. However, when I, f- when I saw the... Uh, first plane hit the building I thought what a terrible pilot well hang on a minute because there's only one camera that has caught the build, uh, the first plane going in Yeah, and that was a film crew filming the uh, New York Fire Department for a documentary Right. and as they heard it going overhead they turned the camera and saw it hit Yeah. so he wouldn't have seen that footage because that didn't come out until months after 9-11 oh right and then he said, when the second plane went in, that's when I realised it was serious. Mm. Well, you didn't even see the second plane go in because you was in a fucking classroom. Reading the story. Reading the story to a load of kids. And one of your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? One security? of Security? Yeah, security come in, lent into your ear and told you that a second plane had hit the second tower. Yeah. And even after that, you still sat there in that classroom for a good five, ten minutes afterwards. Right. Which I know, okay, you don't want to get up and go, oh shit, see you later, kids, because the kid's going to panic. Yeah, But yeah, you yeah. give it a minute or so and go, right, sorry, kids, something's come up, I've got to go. Yeah. Okay? So why were you still sat there? Yeah, it's very blase. Yeah, you're blatantly out and out lying because you didn't see either fucking plane hit the buildings. No. Because you weren't, because one, the camera. So did he say he saw footage of the first? He saw footage of the first, but he said to this kid, when I saw that first plane hit, I thought, what a terrible pilot. Could he got his words mixed up? And just say, instead it, is of George Bush. it is George Bush. Yeah. But even by the time he saw that footage, he would have known exactly what was going on. So right. you wouldn't have thought, what a terrible pilot. Because you know it's yeah, a terrorist you, you fucking aiming for the gun. Attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, why but are you out and out to, lying? If it was a kid, he didn't want to tell him it's a terrorist. Like, he could have been like... Yeah, but by then, the kid would have known it's a terrorist. Possibly, yeah, true. Because it would have been... It was worldwide then. Yeah, it's well known. The kid would have known. Whether he... He might not have known the exact details, but he would have known a terrorist who flew that plane into the building. Yeah. Even if he don't know what a terrorist is, he knows that plane flew in that building on purpose. Yeah, it was meant to. So you can't turn around and go, what a terrible pilot. Yeah. Because you know... That's disrespectful as well. Exactly. Yeah. Your first thought is, what a terrible pilot. Not, oh shit, God knows how many lives have just been lost. Yeah, how many families have just been destroyed. Exactly. So it's like, why are you just out and out lying all the fucking time? Right, so with your 1993, Mm -hmm. 
They were armor Stanley blades. Yeah. Right. And apparently one of them had a bomb around his waist, which was proven to be fake. Oh, okay. Because I remember I watched the... There was a film, weren't it? Yeah. It? Yeah. But anyway, wouldn't you have thought, right, if they were just armor Stanley blades and maybe a, a suicide vest, mm-hmm. but the passengers knew they were going to die anyway, whatever way it was going, they were, they were, they were going to lose their lives. Yeah. There was no two ways about it. And then they did get it back in the in the finish, but wouldn't you thought as soon as they started like getting her? I think at the time that happened, they didn't know what was going on elsewhere. No, but even after they, because they announced what they were doing, they were hijacking the plane. Yeah, you'd have thought they'd have still attacked them. Cause yeah, they, or some, get, at least one person. Yeah, because a Stanley blade. If because people there would have had jackets. Because mm-hmm. it was October, it, it was getting a bit. Nippier, yeah, you know, so they'd have, they'd have had coats and jackets. You wrap one of them up, a Stanley blade, you ain't gonna get cut by that Stanley no, blade, no, of course, you ain't, you know. So, wouldn't and you... even if a Stanley blade hits you in the chest, it's not gonna get to your heart or anything, do you know what I mean? No, the blade's not big enough, no. So, you'd, you'd have thought they'd have fought back sooner, so, yeah, because by the time they took it back, it was too late, pretty much, yeah, weren't it? it was already descended in, in well, it was. In Pennsylvania, yeah, at the time, so, so it was it, like it weren't far from uh, Washington. No, but it's uh, it was already when they got it when they took it back over. It was already yeah. too late. Well, apparently they were so one of the women, uh, one of the widows of one of the nine eleven uh, passengers. Mm. Apparently, she said they were waiting until they was over a rural area to take it back. Okay, which yeah, I get that. That makes sense. It like, makes sense. Yeah, because then if if well, because if they knew they weren't going to be able to control the plane, at least at least it weren't going to hit another building exactly. or cause a great yeah, death. Exactly. And even time. the hijackers themselves were debating it because when they got basically to the front of the plane, like you've seen in the films, which people might think, oh no, that's just because it's a film. No. If you hear the actual recordings, they got to the front of the plane. You can hear them ramming the fucking door, trying to rip it off. Yeah. And one of the terrorists is, says, is that it? Shall we do it? And he goes, and the other one goes, no, wait until they all come, and then we crash it. Right. And then when they, you can hear them, like, it's getting louder and louder, and they're like, right, put it in and pull it down. So in other words, boom. Yeah. And then that's when it crashed. Oh, right. So even they were debating, what the fuck do we do here? Yeah. Oh, so t- it, the actual terrorists bombed the plane down? Yeah. Yeah, well, it weren't the passengers. Oh. The terrorists, whether they made it actually in the cockpit or not, I'm not too sure, but I know they made it to the door, trying to rip the door down, and it was the terrorists that said, wait for them all to come here and then throw it into the ground, because they know by that point they're not making it to the uh, Capitol building. Yeah. So it's just like, fuck this. But also... Right, because a lot, because I think all planes, the cockpit door is locked from the pilot side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So most, even in today's flight, if you sit near the front and you can see the cockpit door, you'll yeah. notice the flight attendants knock on the door and they open it. Yeah, it could that have been because of nine eleven or was I that, think that like was bef- uh, before? I'm not too sure. I think, I think it was before. You know. Because any old Tom, Dick, or Harry could just walk in otherwise. Yeah, because I was just thinking, like, if they got terrorists, because like, they're not speaking perfectly good no, English, of are they? Ain't. You know, just saying open up, open up, you're just going to lock it. Be like, exactly. Nah, and the thing I'm is, I'm going to find a safe space to land this plane. Yeah. Oh. You can hear them screaming, because, like I said, there's audio recordings mm. of them saying, uh, you can hear the, 
flight captain saying, get out of it, get out of it. And you can hear the terrorists screaming in the language. Yeah. In the film, I know they do it where they hold Wanda Stewardess hostage and she knocks on the door. But uh, you'd still hear all the screaming and everything going on in yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. You'd still know some shit's going on. And plus, if everyone's then up and all, jumping, panicking, the plane's going to shake. Yeah. So you'd feel that as well. Yeah, you'd feel disturbed. And before it, they even got a message uh, from the air traffic control saying, beware of the cockpit intrusion because two planes have hit the World Trade Center. Yeah. So you've got that message. Planes jolting where people are moving about. Yeah, you you hear it. screaming, and then there's a knock on the door. You'd lock. You that... wouldn't open that fucker. No, you. You. Like, oh, I wonder who this is. Yeah. You're gonna lock that and door. And I'm pretty sure the majority of them have like a eye hole, don't they? Like, like, you a, look pe- like a peephole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you look through that peephole, see shit's going down, and be like, I'm sorry, we cannot open this plane. No. Or open this door because we know what's going to happen. Mm. It's like a sad reality of it is. Chances are they're probably going to kill everyone in the plane if they can't get in. Yeah. But at least they ain't taking the plane and they ain't fucking flying it into somewhere else. No, where it's going to cause a greater death toll. Exactly, this is what I mean. There's so many stories. And I know it is, some of them are um, hindsight. Yeah. But there's so many better better outcomes Mm. what could have happened. Exactly. As well. And even pilots. Passengers, you can make the example from because they ain't trying to do this. They ain't planning. But I'm pretty sure even pilots must have some form of protocol of what to do yeah. If a hijacking occurs. Yeah, because hijackers uh, has happened before. It really. has happened before. Yeah. It's never to this extent and never this bad. Nine times no. out of ten, they end up landing and wanting demands or some shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but they, they still wouldn't... They still have hijacking training. Exactly. Yeah. And if, like you say, hijackers have happened before, so it makes me wonder. I think there, there must have been, like, like the doors would have locked from the, from the pilot's from, side. Exactly. Exactly. You're not going to be like... Well, we better just give them what they want. No, then you're just going, you're going to get yourself killed and thousands of exactly. others. Exactly, because whatever's going to happen, you're going to die mm-hmm. at that point. If mm-hmm. you, as soon as you open that door, you're going you're, to, you're gone. You're which dead. I think they were. Yeah, I think they were killed. Because yeah. obviously, otherwise the pilots could just fight back and take it back. Yeah, and they'll know exactly what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So it make that makes me question that a lot. Because as you, as a human, like we always want to feel like a hero selfless but nine times out of ten a lot of people are going to be more selfish and that include them pilots exactly they'd have been like i'm sorry people exactly some of you may die if they didn't i want to live <laughs> if they didn't get the message then maybe you could make the case for that yeah but the fact they got a message beforehand saying two planes have hit the fucking world trade center beware of someone trying to come in the cockpit yeah you would not open that door no you would like, i'm it. sorry to every single person back there but I cannot risk them getting control no. of this plane. You would lock it, God knows what they're going to do. Yeah, lock it, barricade it, do what you must. Mm-hmm. No one's going through that door. Exactly. So what What do you believe happened then? What do you reckon well, is the official... Not like, the official story, but what do you think happened? Well, like, do I think it's conspiracy or yeah. do I think it is just a terrible accident? Well, yeah. not accident, but a terrible yeah. incident. What yeah. happened? At first, I thought, you know, like I when I first heard, like, well, not heard about it, but first, like, thought about it, I thought, oh, God, like, it's evil. Mm-hmm. Evil people mm-hmm. have done this. But then, as I've grown older, and I got into c- construction, especially groundworks and work with, with concrete and yeah. that, then it might, and, and then also going into engineering with steel, working yeah. with steel, it made me think, like, 
hitting World Trade Center because you know, like I said, that's always mm-hmm. what I thought about nine eleven, and how it it just collapsed like a demolition. Exactly. It just say so. It just didn't add up. It, it don't add up. The whole thing, and there's been even court cases recent uh, in recent time, mm. and there's been I can't think there's a comedian that does it, and he goes up to the government and he's like you have failed your people it's like he's just going in on them yeah you failed all these fucking people Mm. because you didn't do your job basically yeah because it seems like we're no what's common i don't mean no disrespect here but what's common with america you think arguably one of the safest places and not government wise and everything Mm. and terrorist wise you think one of the safest places in the world because of the amount of things they've got at their disposal yeah like your fighter jets your air to ground missiles you've got the president all that yeah bunkers yeah. all that sort of shit oh they're they are they're, gunned up to the yeah team. exactly so how the fuck even in 2001 how was this possible able to happen how was this able to happen no that yeah it can't be right and also didn't um bin laden or but isn't it mad? We mentioned him once. No. And he's meant to be the orchestrator. Yes. Yeah. Well, he, he actually wasn't. Oh, weren't he? He was the obviously the leader of Al-Qaeda. The person who orchestrated it was a guy called Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, or KSM. Oh, right. And it was his network in that. He was the one that orchestrated the whole thing. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, so Bilal's just a face. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. And the thing is, Alex, you know who Alex Jones is, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of a mad fucker. Bit of a mad fucker. But before that, I think... I don't know if it was in 2000 or if it was early 2001. But he was on... He even mentioned... He said, there will be a terrorist attack in um, America. Yeah. He said, I wouldn't surpri- it wouldn't surprise me if it's the World Trade Center. And you know, and we know you're going to look, uh, use Bin Laden as the boogeyman. Mm. We know you're going to use him as the villain. Yeah. But I was going to say, but but didn't Bin Laden or Al-Qaeda say like we're we're at some we are going yeah. to attack we are going to attack them so as soon as they say that yeah you, you well, exactly take it's that. like if you know this guy's such a problem why the fuck is he able to do this but it's saying if it's such a problem in 1979 when the whole when the cold war was going on mm. and the soviet union were attacking afghanistan america helped the afghani people exactly sent them weapons and their general was none other than osama bin laden exactly so that all is the pieces and meant to be an ally, meant to be an ally, as then all of a sudden yeah. he's become corrupt, he's become an an evil man. Yeah, who said we're going to attack your country at some point, and then on September eleventh, two thousand one, his people orchestrated the greatest terrorist attack this planet has ever seen, has ever seen today. Yeah, exactly. Like, how does that happen? And it's just- you know, like so many other bits as well. Like when it comes to Bin Laden, if he was so known, they he wouldn't have been able to do this. No, impossible. And so many of these hijackers had been going to and from America. Yeah, you 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 you'd put them on a watch yeah, list. Yeah, exactly. You? I'm not trying to sound racist. No, but you would. You just if you know there's an imminent attack coming. Mm. You know, you don't know exactly when, how, or where. No, exactly. But you'd have your precautions. Yeah. Especially after the 93 bombing, which was done by terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think, this has got to be, you know what I mean? We've got to have this on lock so we know yeah. if it happens again, what the fuck we're doing. 
it and just, it just yeah, seemed like bit, everyone was running around with a fucking head up their ass. It was ass. a clusterfuck. Like, yeah. It was a massive clusterfuck. It's a, when that first plane hit, everyone just put their heads in the sand and yeah, all ran like, around screaming. Like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Why did he do that? Which, hmm. again, with the first one, could it could have been an accident. Blatantly yeah. could have been an accident. But before that plane hit, they knew it was hijacked. Yes, yeah, so surely... So, uh, it, even right, then, so alarm it, bells would have been ringing. Did it... Do you know where it got hijacked? Because if it was going pretty th- much to the opposite... To yeah, a it was, it was going in the opposite direction. I know it weren't long after it took off, it was hijacked. Right. So that had more than enough time to have an army response... Exactly. ...for fighter jets to pretty much, like, shut, like shoot... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, parry them off mm. to a safe space... Even if they had to parry him off to the middle of the ocean, shoot him down. Yeah. Well, the pilots um, um, that scrambled in the Langley Air Base, yeah. they didn't know what they were getting scrambled for. You'd have thought... So they're... NORAD told uh, Langley Air Base, scramble some aircraft, get them over Washington or New York or whatever, and protect them. Mm. They've then gone, yeah, okay, turned around and gone, okay, scramble, scramble. Wait, why? Where are we going? Just mm. scramble. Yeah, but where are we going? No, 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 just scramble. No wonder they added a... Uh, East towards the fucking ocean. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have a clue what they were doing. And nine times out of ten, I suppose, with military, when you think scramble aircraft, you do think right. So there's obviously attack coming from the sea. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so you, you don't. It's you don't think it's your, Yeah, you don't think it's your own aircraft that's actually doing no, it. No, exactly. But they no, were told it's that. their own fucking aircraft. Yeah. So it's like you want to be head. If anything, they'd be headed inland. Exactly. Yeah. Right, so much of it don't add up. No. That's the whole sad reality of it, and that's why I'm like, I don't want to come fr- uh, into this podcast from a disrespectful point of view. But it's not so much don't add up. No, we're trying to find justice. Yeah, for exactly. Pe- these people that so are, these uh, innocent people that have been butchered. Yeah, in such a horrific manner. Manner. Yeah, and the families and the government have been torn. Are clearly covering something. Yeah, they, they, uh, there is a higher plan. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah. It seems like it's a, like well, a higher plan. I know I referred to him earlier, David Icke. Mm. And he put forward one thing that I think is the reason this happened. Okay? And he said it was it's, blat- it's a blatant um, use of a theory that he called problem, reaction, solution. Right. So basically, what's that mean? You want to change some, the world in a certain way. But you know you can't outwardly come out and do that because you're going to get a pushback. You're going to have mm. people revolt against you. Yeah. So you have a situation occur, which then gives you the reason to react against that solution, um, uh, react against that problem, which straight. offers you the solution to it. And he said there's another obvious one. Whether it's legit or not, I don't know. But he said there's a way you can look at it with World War Two with Pearl Harbor. Mm. Because, obviously, president at the time of World War II was uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Yeah. But, obviously, there was an election during that sort of time period. Mm. And one of his main policies was um, that he said to the men and women of America that your boys are not going to fight in that war in Europe. No. But he knows they are, Mm. theoretically. He knows they are. But he can't come out and say, yeah, we're going into that war in Europe because it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing that for? Mm. The you people, yeah, it's like keep us the fuck out of it. So what happens? Pearl Japanese. Harbor, yeah, Japanese. And if you've watched the Pearl Harbor film or looked up TV shows or documentaries or anything on Pearl Harbor, it's exactly the same with nine eleven. They knew mm. that an attack from Japan was imminent. 
Yeah. They knew that was coming. So how was it allowed to happen? Mm. Unless you look at it from Roosevelt's point of view, where he can then turn around and go, well, you know, I didn't want to go into this year in war, uh, war in Europe. I told you I didn't. But we can't have this. Yeah, yeah. You we can't, can't have the, no, the attacking have, our boys. We, they need to answer for this. Problem, reaction, solution. Does, yeah, it does seem very... Where you look at it from the 9-11 point of view, mm. they've wanted... How long before 9-11 did they want to evade like Iraq and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always been because, like... And they claimed it was because of the weapons of mass destruction, which were proven to be utter bollocks. Mm. Uh, I keep going to say the British public, but it's not. It's the US public. US public, yeah. Come out and say, well, no. Why do you want to invade them for? Yeah, what, you'd be what classed. Yeah, you'll get classed. 9-11 happens. Well, then they need to answer for that. Yeah. Which made no sense with Iraq because not a single one of the fucking hijackers was from Iraq. No. Uh, Bin Laden's not from Iraq. No. Khaled Sheikh, Sheikh Mohammed is not from Iraq. They're Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan, uh, Afghanistan, yeah. quite a lot of them. I think a few were like from Lebanon or Syria or some places like that. Right. So why the fuck are you invading Iraq? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. many. But could it be also... Because I, I mentioned earlier about 1979 when... Uh, the US helped Afghanistan yeah. against Soviet Union. Could it be like a debt thing? Maybe. Like, they say, like, we'll help you, but you're going to have to pay us back at some point. Yeah. So then they were, they still couldn't afford it. They pretty much said, right, well, we're going to do something. Yeah. What's going to make everyone hate you, and we're going to we're gonna come and fuck you up. up. And, well, then they, and then they do this. At, which I know, I think Bin Laden come out and said the reason they did it was because of the US um, influence in Afghanistan. Right. Which, even in today's terrorist attacks, that nine times out of ten tends to be the case, doesn't it? Yes. They want to be left alone. Leave us to do our thing. Fuck off or we're going to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. If that is the reason Bin Laden done this, why are you invading Iraq? Yeah, you're going to the completely you're wrong You're going country. to the complete wrong fucking country. I know yeah. you want to topple the regime of Saddam Hussein and that. Mm-hmm. But you can't use 9-11 as that excuse because Iraq had nothing to do with it. No. And that's why I say when I'm coming at it from a non-disrespectful point of view. I mean, there were the innocent people in Iraq in places like that. Yeah. That, that have been killed, justified by this shit. Yeah, like, we can't, we can't, like, picture ourselves being in them countries. No. But, you know, innocent people, you're trying to live your day-to-day life. Exactly. But you're in fear of getting blown up, of getting shot, just because of where you live. Exactly. And that is disgusting. And even in recent time with Syria, mm. the exact same thing. But going yeah. back to Syria and trying to link it in, you'll see where I'm going from. You yeah. look at Syria, the destruction that place looked at. You've yeah. seen buildings where it's like, yeah, okay, they've been destroyed, but they're still intact. Yeah. And then... they've had airstrike after airstrike after airstrike hit them. Yeah. And they're still standing. Yeah. So how the fucking hell did the Trade Center collapse? Yeah, that is it. <laughs> yeah, no, that is exactly yeah. right. It was like, yeah, I, like I said, when I saw the video of of the Twin Towers collapsing, it looked like a demolition. It was most blatant. And, and was... also, weren't there witnesses that come out and said they actually heard an explosion yeah. just before the plane hit? Yeah. And there's one video, whether it's just the camera angle, I don't know. But you can see, just before the second plane hits the second tower, there's a flash. Yeah. Just before the plane hits. Oh, I mean, I think seconds I'll see, yeah, I've seen that. Milliseconds, yeah, weren't it? just a quick flash. Well, what's that flash, Nick? Because yeah, the uh, shape, it wouldn't be shaped from the fucking plane, because the, the shape would have been to it. the side of the plane, and yeah. the plane hasn't hit it yet. Yeah I, did, yeah, I have seen that. 
it does seem it seems like a controlled explosion exactly with a plane added to the mix yeah i mean obviously people that are coming out and saying the plane didn't hit it, it did okay yeah no that's bollocks the plane hit them. yeah the plane, the plane definitely hit the trade hit. center whether it hit the pentagon or not different story but the trade center well, the, it hit the thing is like that plane what hit the pentagon or yeah the plane to hit the pentagon is it, it hit somewhere because there were innocent people on there on that plane who have passed who, exactly who, who sadly lost their lives exactly so that must have gone somewhere that must have gone somewhere but that might not necessarily have hit there because no, it, it could i it, can't get my head around the fact it couldn't get that low it was basically on the fucking road yeah and managed to go straight through the front door pretty much yeah the the drag that the air drag and exactly just it, physics alone would stop that from happening. The nose would have you hit get the that floor. low, it would scrape and it would hit and it would it bounce. bounce. It would fucking go over here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, it, it ricochet. And if you're gonna hit the Pentagon, yeah, you're not gonna hit it dead Le- straight level. level. You're gonna yeah. go. You're gonna fly down. You're gonna, and you're gonna bomb just it. Hit it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dive bomb it. You're gonna kamikaze. Yeah, it in exactly. There. So that yeah, that makes me yeah, that does make me wonder. And on top of that, you've got such an incompetent pilot. Yeah, doing to, it to do that yeah it's like how can you expect us to believe this shit no that is exactly right it's like you're taking the piss you're disrespecting every innocent man woman and child some child that has died that has died on that and taking us all for a bunch of fucking mugs yeah it's idiots there's and people so that many... are gonna lie down and accept it and so many of the like widowers or like families of the victims mm. were offered settlements out of court settlement right and so many turned around oh, said, that's, no. that's, that's just dodgy in itself yeah. when you get and so often... many turned around rightfully so i mean i'm not gonna say that disrespectfully because the ones that did accept it do you know what i mean fair enough yeah because <coughs> but so many said no we want our day in court we want to find out what the fuck happened here yeah why why was there no it, it was just like um ignorance blatant exactly. ignorance against them and even with the 9-11 Commission, which was like the final report of 9-11, I think that came out two, three years afterwards. Yeah. Even they didn't do justice enough. No. They just went with the official story and just... Because it was the easy story. It. it was the easy story. But when you start looking it from an outsider point of view, yeah, and you look at every individual bit, I mean, I've mentioned just some key things. There are hundreds upon hundreds of every individual things. Yeah. There's books and all sorts of mm. controlled demolition experts, steel workers, and they're all... If you put all them stories together, mm. it, the official story just cannot be true. No, it, there's too... So what on too many weaknesses. happened? Yeah. That is all the pe- people want to know. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, several of it is, I don't think we'll ever know. No, not and the in only reason time. is, and the only reason is because I think if it did come out, that would create a domino effect for every single government on this planet. Yeah, it would, because it's like if you've lied about this, what else? What you else lied? have you lied about? Yeah, it, and yeah. you would never trust a single government again. No, even it'd be anarchy. It'd be anarchy. The government would collapse. Yeah, because no one would trust them. No one would listen to them. You'd have riots. There'd be all sorts assassination attempts. The lot. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why the sad reality of it is, I don't think we're ever going to get the truth. No, not not in our lifetime anyway. No, because in no it, every hundred years they release. Uh, every hundred years they legally have to release it. Yeah. But it's the U.S. government. 
Yeah. They can fucking twist that shit any way they want. Yeah, they can do whatever. They, they can fiddle with it here and there, take bits yeah. out that they don't want necessarily and go, here you go, yeah, you wanted it, here yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, that's not the truth. No. No, that is it. But that's all it is. I mean, it shouldn't come to people like me and you, like no. ordinary people trying to expo- like trying to work this out. Well, that, that, it it should have come the to thing, that. Right? Like you just said, it shouldn't come to normal people like me and you. And there's other podcasts, there's other videos, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If we can take the official story yeah. and deconstruct it and prove that it's not, bo- uh, prove that it's bollocks, where the fucking hell have all the major news companies and that been for the past 20 years? Oh, it's all under the ta- uh, backhand <laughs> exactly. and stuff, in it? Yeah, it's got to be. Like slipping my fiver, it's like, here you go, keep it stum. Keep it stum, <laughs> yeah. Don't look into it. Mm. And it does seem like that. And that is, is that is barbaric. It's disgusting because there's, like I say, like we've said countless times, there's people, there's families that have been destroyed over this. There's people who have lost their lives over this. Innocent people that have nothing to do with anything. No, because they've government been used as pawns. Yeah, because the governments, every single government on this planet, you I don't, I'm coming at it from a harsh point of view, but this is what I genuinely believe. Oh God, it doesn't matter where in the world you are. Mm. You think you have the nicest government on the planet, and I guarantee you mm. they have some dark shit they're keeping hidden. Oh, I 100%. guarantee you beyond a shadow of a doubt there's not a single country on this planet yeah. where the government is 100% legit. Yeah. Not no. one. No, 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 no. But that's a conspiracy theory in itself, and yeah. that's another podcast in itself. Yeah, yeah. Going to and as well, that, that, that can work out for like, my side of it as well. Exactly. Like what we was on about on the last episode, on the Bigfoot episode. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, that like, people, like, a lot of people think that the government hiding that up. The government is they're up to something. They're up to something. And what it is, I don't know. But no. there's so much. If we was to open up a closet full of their skeletons, fuck. It's like Pandora's me. box. Exactly. All the exactly. And I think, in a way, people would want to know. Of course, people will want to know. But in some ways, I think it's better not knowing. I think it is better not knowing. Yeah, I, I think it's better not knowing. Because the fact of the reality is, like I said earlier, it will topple every regime, every government. Yeah. It will topple the world as we know it. Yeah. At it the will minute, just crumble. Yeah. At the minute, we're good little people. Yeah. Just doing what we're told. Yeah. Keeping us quiet. Keeping us quiet. But on the flip side of that, especially in recent years, a lot more people are starting to wake up. Yeah. A lot more people are starting to go, you're taking us for fools. What the fuck? Yeah. And... It's okay keeping us safe from nah, from evil, but when you're trying to treat us like fucking idiots, idiots. we're going to... The sad we're, reality we're it is, talk, talk as well, back. they say they're trying to keep us from evil. Yeah. Look in the mirror, kid. Yeah. That, you're the real yeah, fucking yeah, evil yeah, here, yeah, mate. Yeah. That, that is right. Exactly. And as I was saying with governments and all that, I honestly believe the way people are waking up now... Yeah. If another 9-11... I pray to God. Touch wood. Yeah, this never happens. But I believe if another situation like this occurs on this scale... Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's when everyone will be okay. Yeah, because... What the fuck is going on? Yeah, because, like, boy, I cried wolf. Yeah. Which is when I say... When I said in the intro podcast, I'm not an avid conspiracy theorist. No. I'm not coming at it from a point of... Oh... Do you know what? I believe this and that because I want to believe in this and that. No. 
I believe in things like this and the other conspiracy podcasts that I do mm. because a I don't believe they can be true, right? And no ma- and b that someone is blatantly hiding something. Yeah. In every single conspiracy theory, like for argument's sake, I said the nine eleven is the government. Right. When I do the Diana death, it's the royal family with yeah. the Epstein scandal and paedophilia. It's God knows who. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. every single one of the ones I do, someone out there is hiding something. Yeah. And it's a question of what are they hiding? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is it. What are they hiding? In a way, why are they hiding it? That's the main question. Yeah. What are they hiding and why? Yeah. Like I so say, it's just try. It, it's just so we can live our normal day to day lives. Lives. That, that we are just we are just guinea pigs in their little world. Yeah, that that's is, all we are. That is sad reality. Pa- pawns in their chess game. And we're saying about the governments and that is there a higher power? There very well could be. <laughs> there very well could be. <laughs> and I think that is an episode we have got coming oh, up. Oh yes, we have. Yeah, yes, yeah, we yeah. <laughs> So Josh, is there any other points you want to bring across? Um, well, off the top of my head, I can't think of any but no. if i do obviously we will come back to another episode yeah I but will. with 9-11 and that i will be linking them into other podcasts i.e is there a higher power mm. governments royal families all that sort of shit yeah yeah they yeah. will be intertwined with one another because i think yeah because with 9-11 that that is probably one of the biggest conspiracies on the if planet not the biggest yeah and it can be linked to, to every every other every... single but that's the thing with these conspiracy podcasts as well you can almost look at them as parts, like part A, B, C, D, yeah. because they all, in some way, are going to link with one another. Yeah, they're, they're connected in some they're, way. They're shape connected or form. in some way, and nine times out of ten, it is sadly through the government. Yeah, and it's it, and like what's ha- like you could even link it from what's happened to nine eleven to what's ha- happening now nowadays. Yes, so I mean, even with when we invaded like Afghanistan and Iraq and yeah. all them places. So many people come out and said, you don't realise the ripple effect this is going to cause when it comes to the rise in terrorism, the rise in hatred. Which it has. And look at it, it now. Yeah, because at the time, it was Al-Qaeda. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, ISIS, ISIS. came about. Yeah. And look what happened there. The exactly. The destruction they've caused. And they're just two terrorist organisations. Yeah. Uh, you take they're, in, the, they're the big ones. You take in countries, into yeah. example, with Russia and Ukraine, yeah. what's going on there... Why are they doing that? Mm. There's obviously a plan. Vladimir Putin blatantly has a plan for why he's doing this. You don't just wake up one day and say, I don't like Ukraine, let's invade them. Yeah, <laughs> let's take them. There's, there's a reason why. Yeah, yeah. There's what some sort is of regime. that fucking reason of why are you doing it? Why are you going to kill innocent, innocent people? people? Because that w- every single one of these conspiracies... Well, no, sorry. For every single one of these like attacks or invasions or that, <laughs> the sad... The sadness of it is, and it truly is sad when you think yeah. about it in a big picture. The innocent lives are the ones that are getting destroyed. Yeah. And that are getting lost and everything. Yeah. Whilst all the big wigs, all your governments, they're all your world leaders, it. they're just raking in the money. The rich are getting, else, who rich else are getting owns, rich, yeah. yeah. The poor are getting poor. Who, who else? Who owns money out of a war? Yeah, that's the government. The, the government. Could that be also a reason why... They done nine eleven. It very well could be. Could it be like America's economy could have been falling slightly, and, and then like, all of a sudden? Because my personal theory of what happened on nine eleven, do I reckon it was an inside job? 
Not to an extent, no. Mm. What I believe was happening is that the US government knew what was going to happen. Al-Qaeda knew what was going to happen. And they sort of just went together. Like a happy accident. Yeah, like a happy accident. Right. Like Al-Qaeda had this planned for whatever reason. Yeah. And the government, US government, allowed them to do it and sort of just helped them on away. Yeah. Because if the planes... With the planes that hit the towers, yeah, okay, they hit the towers. That could have been Al-Qaeda. Mm. But then did Al-Qaeda bring them down? Or did the government bring them down? Yeah, that is a, and that's a very good put, way of putting exactly. it. Exactly. But the way I say, the, the reason I say about the economy in that, it was because uh, America in the 1930s, they went, they had like the big bust. Yeah, the, the prohibition. Wall Street, crash, Wall, Wall Street crash and all that sort yeah, of shit. They, yeah, they were poor. They were on their ass. Yeah. Until they joined World War Two, mm-hmm. and they coined problem, in, reaction, solution. Yeah, and they coined in the biggest, and they and that and is how they're one of the biggest. That's how they they become one of the, the richest. Well, when you think about it, the three superpowers, when um, World War Two ended, the three superpowers was Great Britain, Russia, Russia, and United States. Look at them now, and they're the probably three powerhouses. Well, yeah, of oh, course you've got China and North Korea and that. But yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Could have that's. They've obviously gone to have dodgy pass, but that also was from like oil and things like yeah. that. And China because of the, just the, the sheer mass of the country. Yeah, exactly. But, but like the, you said, the three powerhouses of the world was Great Britain, United States, and Russia. And, Russia. and look at them now. Yeah, because of... And every single one of them, annoyingly, has one of the dodgiest fucking leaders going. <laughs> <laughs> you leave Boris no, out of this. No, but this is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is why... It's just common sense. Yeah. It's like, how can you not see that you've got the three biggest powerhouse countries on the planet, all three of the dodgiest fucking countries on the planet? Yeah, that is, that is correct. It's like, how great. can you not see they're blatantly hiding something? Yeah. Yeah, and it's time for people to open their eyes. But yeah. as well, we're not here to, to create hysteria and create fear. No, of fear. course we're not. Of course we're not. We're just coming at it from a point of view that we're looking at it where it's like, you're dodgy, I'm going to mm. talk about it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, that's what that's what brought me onto the whole. Could it be an an economy thing? It very well could be because it could be a number of things. Yeah, because of like like I said, like how how, how World War Two saved the US. Mm-hmm. Is it is it, did it As save them again? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it yeah, that's what gets. Could just me. be a number of reasons. Mm. Could be all of them for all we know. Yeah, could but, be every single one. But the like economy's collapsing. We want to invade there. We know we can't just out and out say we're going to do it. No. Because th- this is what I mean by that as well. They can't just out and out say they're going to invade a country because look what happened with Russia. That's mm. what they've done. They've just out and out come out and said, yeah, we're going to invade Ukraine. And look at the backlash they're getting now. Oh, yeah. they get The, the exact same would happen if the US did that with um, the Middle East. Yeah. So you create a reason. Yeah. Ta-da. Like you said. You're out, you're out of the... Stump. Yeah, but this, like you said, the sad reality is they're they're playing with innocent people. They're using innocent people as pawns to their chess game, and it is fucking disgusting. It, it is disgusting. really is disgusting. It's barbaric. And that's why getting a bit personal when it comes to elections or things like that. I'll never vote. I never have, and I never will. Why? Because I don't trust a single fucking one of them. No. Whether they say they're going to do good for the country, nine times out of ten. In fact, no. Ten times out of ten, 
they end up fucking it in some way or another. Yeah, they've always got a hidden agenda. They've always got a hidden agenda, and that's why I will never, ever vote. No. Granted, my vote exactly ain't going to count too much. No, no, no. But there's going to be other people out there that think like me. Yeah. Yeah, no. I and agree. that's why when you see this whole story with the left v the right, and it's like, oh, we're wrong, you're right, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I couldn't care. You, but if, it's, from my point of view, you're both wrong. Yeah. You're both just wankers. That's <laughs> well, one way of putting it. Yeah, that. it's like you don't care realistically. No, you're just you, trying to get one up on the other. Yeah, yeah. It's just you're trying and to. And that's the same with every filled. government. It's like, oh, who's voting for fucking Labour or Conservative? They're both dodgy assholes. They can both go do one. Yeah. No, it's try. It's always like trying to pick the best out of two evils. Exactly. And and I I will never ever vote. No one will ever sway me to vote. No, no, no. one ever will. You could sit me down, interrogate me put through every perfect scenario why I should vote Labour or Conservatives I'm never going either no, that is fair care. that is fair enough that is fair enough my man right right that's about it well Josh I'll tell you what that that is been an amazing episode <laughs> I hope we don't get any backlash from it like, no like, like, like we said countless times we're not coming at it from a disrespectful we're not meaning to upset anyone we're just putting through no. our points of view and you know, we're trying as little as we can trying to help yeah. the families and the victims of We those. want justice for them. Exactly. Because they they've they gone through it. hell. They deserve it. Yeah. More than anyone. Yeah. As so we like I say, we we are just here to just to try and get them justice. Just try to make make it ease ease their souls. Yeah. You know, let let, let the people who have sadly passed passed on, lost their lives. To have their souls rest in peace. Exactly. But that's it for another episode of Myths and Mysteries in Black black and White. Yeah. Next episode will be on the long-necked creature from Loch Ness. My boy. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm, bu- I'm buzzing for it. Because so as a kid, I've always loved Loch Ness Monster. So yeah. it is going to be on Nessie themselves, the Loch Ness Monster. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. Until next time, cheers. See you later. Bye.